Welcome to our experience with practices of prayer. In this series, we are seeking to recognize and respond to God's presence more deeply in prayer. It is our hope that you will use this guide to continue practicing each prayer throughout the week and connect with others to share what you are learning about God and yourself in the practice. It's our hope that these experiences will help us become more aware of the Lord's presence in prayer and in our everyday life so that we might be formed by Jesus to be like Jesus. Will you join us in this classic prayer of reflection? Earlier this year, a missionary friend of mine invited me to go with her to Southeast Asia. Along with providing rice and other food items, she wanted us to offer soul care. One of the ways we would do that would be by teaching a classic prayer of reflection. Our audiences would be religious leaders, HIV-positive teenagers living in orphanages, widows, nursing mothers, men and women who attend churches in a jungle, and a group of prostitutes who my missionary friend has been ministering to over several visits. I was intrigued by the invitation, but two things challenged me. First was the broad range of ages and stations in life that I would have to adapt my presentation for. And second, I questioned whether the people who we would serve, most of whom have few, if any, possessions, needed to learn a reflective prayer. Wouldn't they be better off, I thought, to learn a prayer about how God can supply all their needs? Over the course of that trip, however, I would quickly discover that everyone, everywhere, no matter their age or their situation, can discover how they can become more and more aware of God's presence and more receptive of God's guidance in their daily lives. This prayer of reflection that I'd like to introduce you to is a prayer that can help us do just that. It's a method of prayer that can take a mere 15 minutes a day, yet it can provide numerous insights into how the events of our lives, our relationships, our feelings, and our desires can connect us, the uniqueness of who we are, with the mystery of who our loving God is to us. It's a prayer that draws our attention to the highs and lows of our day, our joys and sorrows, and the difficult as well as the easy places in our lives so we can become aware that God is always active in us and God is always with us. So what's the biblical backdrop for this prayer? It's found in two familiar verses from Psalm 139 that you have probably read or quoted countless times. It goes like this. Search me, God and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Those are the final two verses of Psalm 139. They are some of the first verses I learned as a young adult. You may have learned them too, but to tell you the truth, when I memorized them, I didn't know how to do what they invited me to. How do I let God search my heart? What would God find? Well, I want to know what God discovers. 
How can I open myself up to a greater desire to be led by God? This practice of reflective prayer addresses those kinds of questions, and it addresses them under the umbrella of God's love and grace. In this prayer, we are pondering, questioning, and intentionally noticing God's presence in our normal, everyday events and relationships. This life of the Holy Spirit is to be noticed, nurtured, strengthened, and lived out. As we come to God for the wisdom to notice His presence, we will want to have this foundational truth embedded in our hearts. We are fully known and fully loved by God. Let me say that again. We are fully known and fully loved by God. Everyone is transparent before God. God knows our good, our bad, and our ugly, and God loves us anyway. God is big enough to receive us with all our mixture. Our needs, our strengths, and our weaknesses are just conversation starters with God. They are the raw materials out of which God creates new creatures, people who desire more and more to love, trust, and follow Him each day. Sit with that for a moment. God fully knows you, and God fully loves you. That's why you and I can pray a prayer of reflection. God is for us. God is with us. God wants to show us and guide us and lead us into paths that bring light and love to others and to ourselves. The philosopher Socrates is credited with saying that an unexamined life is not worth living. I don't think I'd go that far, but I would say that the unexamined life tends to become stale and stuck. The unexamined life isn't learning from its interactions. The unexamined life lessens its opportunities to notice and respond to God's loving presence that shows up in the ordinary events of life. Without a periodic checkup on where God's presence is active, we might miss opportunities for spiritual growth and greater self-awareness. A prayer of reflection offers us those benefits. To borrow a phrase from the author Parker Palmer, reflection gives us a way to turn experience into insight. It can help us start to get beyond the surface of our lives to see what's going on at our core. Have you ever asked yourself, why did I do that? Or, what's really troubling me? Or, what do I really want from life? If you have, then you are searching, looking for the reality God wants to provide. This searching of the heart is an activity that is best done by God. That's because we don't know ourselves as well as we think we do. 
In Romans 8.26, we read that we don't even know how to pray or what to pray for. But the good news that follows is this. God's Holy Spirit prays for us and with us so that we can know God's desires toward us. I'll be getting into the details of the prayer in a moment, but for now, let me say that there are five sections or movements to the prayer. The prayer poses various questions that are intended to help us notice where God has been at work in our lives. While the prayer's focus is on God's presence in your life, it doesn't have to be a solo practice. You can pray it with your spouse or other members of your family. There are questions in the prayer that can be used as conversation starters around a dinner table. For example, you could ask each other, what were you most grateful for today? Or what happened that you are not grateful for? Or ask, what made you feel alive today? And what seemed to drain the life out of you? And finally, here's another good set of questions. Where did you feel most connected to God today? And what experience seemed void of God's presence? These same kinds of questions can be used as icebreakers when your small group gathers. Once you feel comfortable with each section of the prayer, don't feel obligated to spend time with each section every time you pray. If you are drawn to a particular portion of the prayer, stick with it. The goal of the prayer is not to finish sections, but to meet God in prayer. If you find it challenging to pray this prayer every day, schedule it weekly or monthly. Use this model of reflective prayer anytime you want to notice God's presence and discover more about your life in Him. Remember, transformation happens as we apply to our lives what we hear God say to our hearts. A reflective prayer like this can help us become more discerning and receptive of the voice of God in our lives. For some people, a prayer like this will help them name the difficult things in life. For others, it will help them notice what's going well. As ideas and thoughts emerge from this prayer, don't feel rushed to take action. Consider calling a response pastor here at the church. They can direct you to individuals who can help you listen more closely to God's activity in your life. Praying this reflective prayer is meant to help you notice and respond to God's loving presence that is always with us, whether we are religious leaders or unknown church volunteers whether we are HIV-positive children living in orphanages or healthy children with loving parents. This prayer can be used by singles, those who are married or those who are widowed. Nursing mothers or senior citizens can benefit from its use. People who attend a church in a jungle or people in an urban setting can both draw closer to God through it. And prostitutes, who few want to minister to, along with millennials 
who every church is trying to attract, can discover that God is always present in their lives. Let's take a look now at the prayer and its invitation to be more aware of God's presence. If you use a journal to record your prayers, you might want to have it handy to capture your thoughts and any whispers you might hear from God as we pray through the five sections of this reflective prayer. In this prayer of reflection, we are invited to bring to God the events, relationships, emotions, and desires of our ordinary everyday lives. It is to be our desire that as we spend time with God in this way, that we will begin to think, talk, act, and love like Jesus more and more each day. Find a quiet space so that you're not as likely to be disturbed. Some people write this prayer in their journals as it can help them capture any patterns or recurring topics that emerge during these times of reflective prayer. Be prepared to spend about 15 minutes or so engaged in the prayer. There are five sections or movements to the prayer. These movements are, first, to remember that you are always in the presence of God. Two, review your day with gratitude. The third movement is to recognize where God has been at work in your life today. The fourth is where we repent missed opportunities to be Christ to others. And the final movement invites us to recommit ourselves to walk in the knowledge of God's love and grace. Let's walk through each of those movements separately. You'll have time to practice each movement during this teaching. Now for the first movement. Remember that you are always in the presence of God. With the responsibilities and activities that can so quickly fill up our day, it's easy to lose sight of the fact that God is always with us. We are not alone as we move through our daily routines. There is no part of our lives that God doesn't see, know about, or play a part in. Take a moment to sit quietly, breathe deeply, and remember the abiding truth that God is with you. God has been with you through every experience of your day. God is with you even now as you come to Him in prayer. For the next two minutes, you'll hear some quiet music. Use that time to think about who God is, what He means to you, how you desire to live your life according to His will. If you'd like, write your thoughts down in a journal.
The second movement of this prayer offers us time to review our day with gratitude. In your mind, replay the past 24 hours. What happened? What were the gifts of your day? They could be as simple as the smile of a child, coffee with a friend, work you enjoy, or as significant as a clean bill of health from your doctor. For the next two minutes while the music plays, think about and write down the blessings of the day. For what things, people, or activities were you most grateful for? The third movement of the prayer invites us to rejoice over a life-giving moment. Choose just one of your many experiences or interactions that you were grateful for and think about what made it special. Did you notice God's presence in that moment? In what way? Did it increase your faith, hope, or love? Did it bring you joy? What emotions arise even now as you remember that experience? Take the next two minutes to reflect on that experience. If you wish, write about that experience and how it made you feel connected to God.
The fourth movement of the prayer invites us to honestly look at places in our day where we missed invitations to be Christ to others. We might have resisted the love of God for ourselves as well as those around us. Now, this is not a time for shame, blame, or despair, but an opportunity to identify missed invitations to love, to give, to hope, or to serve. During this time of prayer, sometimes unhealed emotional wounds might surface, or we might think about the things that distract us from noticing the presence of God. We might even notice that we are just physically tired or experiencing the emotions that accompany that tiredness. During this next time of quiet music, bring to God what was difficult, challenging, or disturbing about your day. What didn't you enjoy about today? Were there times of fear, anger, frustration? Were there moments when you felt as if God wasn't present? Ask God to reveal to you how he was with you during those difficult times. Reflecting on our times of greatest difficulty often brings us our greatest learning. The fifth and final movement of this prayer is about recommitting ourselves to walk in the knowledge of God's love and grace. Now we look forward to the next 24 hours. We are 
thankful that we have seen God's fingerprints on our lives. We have become more aware of our ability to be aware of God. We have recognized that every part of our lives is in God's hands, both the good times and the not so good. In this final time of reflection and music, listen for God's words of love and affirmation. Write down any insights, any thoughts that might offer you guidance or possible next steps for moving closer to God. What impression is God's Holy Spirit making on your heart that would allow you to think and talk and live and love more like Jesus? Say amen. You have prayed a prayer that can help you become more aware of God's presence in your life. As we spend time with God through this reflective prayer, may we become people who think, talk, act in love more and more like Jesus each day.